the Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, happy Tuesday to one and all, everybody listening here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Francis. You're like there. Santa Claus sweeping down the Salveson chimney here. A Merry Tuesday, one and all. Merry Tuesday, unless you're me right now. It's a it was a good Tuesday. And it turned into a sour Tuesday. Uh it, it's been an interesting Tuesday. I'll I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh stories to get to. Uh one of them local. <laughs> I don't dude, I feel so awkward right now. Oh my gosh. Oh, and we got a very special segment with a very special friend of ours who's going to be hopping on the airwaves for a game that we're going to start. Uh, is this going to be like a weekly thing or a monthly thing or a yearly thing or a decade thing? I think this should be not a decade thing. But it, I once think we should every make decade. it like a weekend, a weekly thing for a little while here. Once once every decade. She's going to appear on the radio Although show Although, for us. the next couple of weeks, it may be a little different because of, you know, holidays and whatnot. Oh, we're going to be fine. Like, when's Christmas Eve? What's a freaking calendar around here? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. We're good. We'll do it next. Well, uh, actually. Mm, uh, no, we will do it next. Uh, well, maybe not. No, just kidding. <laughs> it, it might get it. Uh, it might not happen. Uh, oh, what have we done? Uh, also, on Tuesday, we have, uh, you know, a player that... Uh, that we think we want to, that stands out for what they did, our player of the week, and a stat that blew our minds. So stay tuned for that. Utah Jazz are back in action tonight after a pretty good little layoff here in the middle of the season. Much needed break for the Jazz to kind of reconnect on a few things, work on a few things, get Mike Connolly healthy. But they're back in action tonight. And uh, in, another interesting side note with the Jazz, it's kind of in the news, that was a big story a year ago. Oh, he's back. And he is stronger than ever. Yeah, he's mad. And he's bringing the lawsuits. So we'll talk about that a little bit more next hour. But big story today. Um, and it's uh, on Cash Valley Daily. Had it first. Um, Notice the ESPN has picked up on it. And they've, they, met, they've referenced Cash Valley yeah, Daily. They've gave credit to you guys for it. But a um, couple Utah State football players and a track athlete... Uh, have been cited for uh, controlled substance. Uh, basically, this story is on Cash Valley Daily. They were found smoking marijuana. This was Saturday night. So this was before uh, the, the football team left to go to Texas, where they are now. But that includes Jordan Love, wide receiver Sean Carter, and running back Gerald Bright, um, and uh, in, in, a, in addition to um, uh, the uh, the track athlete Alani Rice, uh, charges also filed against him as a track and field athlete. But uh, all three of the football players uh, have been cited and, and charged with one count of possession of a controlled substance. It's a it's a Class B misdemeanor. So it's again the files. The, the charges were just filed today. Um, Utah State has only issued a very brief statement. This is coming from Tim Vitale, the USU spokesperson. 
And he says that we are aware that citations were issued. We have processes in place, both in student conduct and in athletics, and we'll follow these procedures in this case. Uh, athletics has not issued a statement. Uh, I, we do know that they were um, they were reached out to before the story was published. The university was reached out to for a statement, um, and so we still we don't know if these players will be suspended or not, if they'll play or not this weekend because they, they got the bowl game on Friday. So we're still trying to see what is all going on here and how this affects the team, how it affects the future of some of these players or not, uh, whether you know what the whole court process will be like. Uh, again, I just want to stress, though, that they are considered uh, Class B misdemeanors. It's not a big sentence. Uh, there is potential for some jail time. Usually it's just a fine that gets a, a part of it. But again, it just depends on what the legal process, how it goes through and how it's handled. Uh, but um, there, this, the story says that police were called to an apartment at about 1130 Saturday night and that there was um, these athletes were allegedly smoking marijuana. Again, I want to emphasize that. Again, this is allegedly they have been cited. This is just the very, very early stages of all this. Uh, investigation is uh, is going on, but uh, they have been charged. Uh, but we'll see what happens after after everything plays out. But the, the there is an arraignment that is scheduled for December thirtieth uh, for those that were uh, involved with that incident up at Utah State. Normally, you don't report on Class B misdemeanors just from you know being involved in news. But if it's a higher-profile person, then it is reported on. Um, and while that may make some people uncomfortable or upset, that you know, why do you report on this and not every person who gets cited for something similar? Fact is, it's a starting quarterback who's going to the NFL, starting running back who's high-profile, uh, and it's unfortunate. Um, but again, want to stress again. This is alleged. The police officers came in there into the apartment. They did smell the marijuana. They did observe some things. They did charge some people, but it hasn't gone through the whole court process yet. But it's big news. It's got a lot of people reacting today. Yep, you can find the story on CashValleyDaily.com. <sighs> can we move on? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It, That's it's hard to know, like, yeah. because Utah State hasn't, uh, uh, from athletics, they haven't said you know what what the uh i don't know what the right term is but what's the ramifications of what what's happening here yeah. are they going to play i can't tell you how many times i've had that asked of me in person <laughs> in text messages in direct messages i don't know i i don't know uh, utah state hasn't hasn't issued a statement uh so we don't know now utah state uh Coaches and players are expected to be involved in a press conference in Frisco, Texas tomorrow about the bowl game, but an incident that is unrelated to the bowl game is likely going to be a big part of what happens in that press conference tomorrow. Uh, I do know that, that those players have been practicing. They're all there in, in Texas. Uh, whether or not they play is still to be determined. That's, that's all I can say because we don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, we uh, and it's improper for us to speculate because I don't know what the yeah. university process is for things like this. Yeah, I, I don't know what the athletics are. Gary Anderson, how he that handles speculation, these things. That's for sure. So all we know is that there was a report. Uh, there has been a citation. There has been a court date set, and we know who was involved. And so uh, that's what has come to light today. Uh, Cash Valley Daily. Uh, Will uh, Feelright, who's a reporter on this, carries and covers court and, and police stuff very, very well. Follows the, the the best practices to get the information correct. Uh, reached out to the university and the athletic department before publishing anything. Uh, so it wasn't just throwing something out there to get a reaction. Um, but uh, it's there now, and uh, you can go read it for yourself. And uh, and we'll just wait to see what the university says. And I want to make it very clear. I had nothing to do with the story. So quit asking me or blaming me. <laughs> yeah, Ajay that. and I, we're just, oh, <laughs> hey, look what's posted online. Man. I mean, my reaction on Twitter is what it was when I heard it. Just, uh-oh. Yeah, which I think is everybody's reaction. <laughs> yeah, like, well, no. But <clears throat> maybe in some lighter news, also today, Jordan Love was invited to the Senior Bowl. Yeah, Reese's is it now? Is it Reese's? Yes, the Reese's Senior Bowl? Senior Bowl. That's sweet. So this is kind of similar to what happened. Uh, when was it? A, a year ago? Two years ago? No, a year ago. Dax Raymond was a junior, but had been at the university long enough that he said, "I'm going to be. Uh, I want to go to the NFL. I want to pursue my chances there." And so he had been in the in college football long enough that he could participate in senior bowl type stuff. And it's a similar situation here with Jordan Love. Even though he's an underclassman, he will get to participate in the senior bowl. And so good for him. This is a good opportunity to again work with NFL scouts and coaches. And the the game itself is just kind of secondary. All the stuff leading up to it is what's really important for these players to participate in. Yeah, and it's it's a great opportunity for Jordan to show off his skills not only in the bowl game but in the in the uh, senior bowl, and uh, he'll be against some great competition and along with some great teammates and players as well as he's been with at Utah State. Uh, it's 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 cool and it's awesome. And I think that game is is it an ESPN game or is it on the NFL Network on that one? Do you know the Senior Bowl? Yeah, oh, that's a good question. I th- I want to say. I want to see the NFL Network, and I should have read the release closer than I did. I really didn't take the time to read it like I should have. Um, but I believe it's on the NFL. Like, look, we're doing live freaking production. <laughs> Judas Priest. Uh, I can't find it, man. Okay, maybe not. Jeez. I have no idea. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out, and we'll let you all know. But, yeah, should be fun. Uh, it's January 25th, by the way. January 5th, Mobile, Alabama. 12.30 p.m. And we still have no idea where it's <laughs> That is unreal. Uh, come on. Yeah, dude, it doesn't. It's it carried somewhere on some channel. <laughs> out there. Out there. Oh. Like I, oh, oops, that's 2020. Ooh, wait. Anyway. We'll yeah, figure that out. Anyway, we'll we'll find a way. I yeah, it is the NFL Network. Okay. At least that's where twenty twenty. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the NFL Network. There you go. 
Uh, it's a pretty big list of, of players that are involved with that. Sure is. Uh, very impressive list. Yeah, University of Utah, they're sending in a number of players there. So, uh, yeah, there's. But as of right now, Jordan Love is the only, is the lone Aggie that's participating. Uh, and there is one other member in the Mountain West. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's the only representative of the Mountain West that I'm seeing. Oh, nope, sorry. Uh, Logan Wilson, that's right, from Wyoming. He's also participating. Great linebacker. Other uh, other in-state kids, though, it's, it's a pretty good list. Dude, Francis Bernard, uh, Julian Blackman, Zach Moss, Bradley and I, uh, and uh, Terrell Burgess are just a few of the guys that are coming from Utah over there. Um, it, dude, there's a heavy good list of people coming on this onto the game. It's awesome. Uh, Shane Lemieux, the offensive guard of the Pac-12 from Oregon. He's a beast. He's going to be playing in that thing. Um, a few Notre Dame guys, some Michigan guys, LSU guys. Uh, dude, this is sweet. That's so there's the Reese's Senior Bowl. Yep. There's the East-West Shrine Game. Mm-hmm. And Dominic Eberle's invited yep. to that, yep. right? Yep. And then there's the Hula Bowl. Which Gerald Bright's going to that. So there's. I'm just trying to think of all the other postseason opportunities for these seniors or others that get to participate in. Am I miss? Is there one more? Seems like there's one more that I'm missing. Uh, maybe not. I don't think so. Uh, but these are great opportunities for these players to get extra eyes on them, extra people to work with them from on the NFL level to see just kind of uh, how prepared they are. If they fit into their systems, um, yeah. So yeah, good for them to be able to participate in that and, and to go to that next level. Now, will the events of the last few days hurt any of their stock? I don't know. I doubt it. Um, but depends on what happens in the next uh, couple of weeks here. By the way, there is the uh, NFL Players Association Collegiate Bowl which is the premier college football all-star game. Okay. Yeah. So there's a few of them. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few chances. And they all say they're the best. Which they probably all are. <laughs> they all feature some of the best players in the country. <laughs> in so, their own way. Yep, absolutely. Uh, again, we'll, we'll probably have to mention this again top of the hour next hour, but uh, if you want all the details... Uh, that, that are known at this point, uh, and Utah State's uh, reaction, which isn't uh, isn't a lot of information yet, but you can see it on CashValleyDaily.com um, and uh, see the information there. So, yes, frustrating. I'm, I'm sure they're disappointed. The, the this this bad timing is they got their bowl game coming up, but now they've got this hanging over their heads. They have to try to deal with. Well, and again, it's a. Uh... It, it, I mean, it's a misdemeanor, if that. It'd be Class B is how it's classified, based on the charges. Um, sometimes you can do some plea agreement and get it reduced to some degree. But, you know, it is a law in the state of Utah. You can't do that. And they broke the law. Uh, again, allegedly, I should say, clarify that, allegedly broke the law. But police were there, smelled the marijuana. Saw it. Um, there were uh, urine tests that were done. So, anyway, 
That's what we know on CashValleyDaily.com. Uh, speaking of uh, Cash Valley, just want to get a quick reminder out that there is high school basketball tonight uh, around the Valley. Uh, Green Canyon to Ogden, that's a 7 p.m. game. Bear River is at Cottonwood, that is a 7 p.m. game. And Skyview is at Bonneville, that is also at 7 p.m. tonight. Make sure you uh, get all the great photo galleries and recaps on CashValleyDaily.com. Those guys are doing a tremendous, tremendous job. And then tomorrow... Uh, nobody actually, yeah, no, yeah, Wasatch, ooh, Wasatch is at Mountain Crest, Wasatch is a good basketball team too, really, really good basketball team, so, uh, that is tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, again, you can go to the, uh, catchlightdaily.com website and find how you can listen to the games and the streams themselves and click on the stream and listen to it from your home desktop or whatever. Desktop, your mobile device, uh, if you can't be by a traditional radio, we've got it streaming online, so wherever you may be, even Ant... Thelma, who lives five states away, she can still listen to, you know, little Johnny <laughs> still take shots in the game. So anyway, that's all. You can find the full schedule and links to listen live as long as, uh, as well as what radio stations cover them locally. And a uh, really cool thing, we did, we've been doing this for football. We did it again last year for basketball as well. A designated broadcast team for every school and a, uh, media outlet, a radio station signal for each school in Region 11. It's unprecedented. Uh, so really, really cool stuff that we were able to do that. And uh, great talent that we have calling these games. So appreciate our play-by-play guys and all their effort that they put into doing these games. And uh, all the schedules on CashValleyDaily.com. Just go to the sports section on the drop-down menu. Go to local uh, prep sports, and you'll see the link for the high school basketball schedule that has all those links uh, available there. Also, a little another cool thing that we've been talking about, too, is with this bowl game coming up on Friday night, the Frisco Bowl, the Smoothie Fresh Smoothie Cafe. Tropical Smoothie Cafe berries. Frisco Bowl. Okay, Tropicana or Trop... What? The See, now you're just pissing them off on purpose. <laughs> no, I... And then we get another phone call. <laughs> it's just a big name. The Tropical... Sports. I'm gonna do smoothie. If I, my my phone rings King. with that same gentleman call me. <laughs> the bowl game is coming up. The Utah State's involved with against Kent State. Uh, we're gonna have that live, the full play by play on KVNU on Friday. So really cool that we get to do that. It's gonna make it easy for people to listen to and follow along. So we'll have the two hour pregame that we always do from three thirty to five thirty for KVNU game day. Al Lewis, Craig Hislop, Ryan Bowman, myself on the roundtable. And uh, that'll be a full two hours before kickoff. Then we'll have the full play-by-play. And then when the game is over, we'll have KVNU Aggie call and to take your calls and reactions to what happened in the bowl game. Uh, and, yeah, determining who who actually played and who didn't uh, after the events of this week. So uh, I think that regardless... Utah State should be still heavily favored in this matchup. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They got they got plenty of talent, um, and they're going to be able to showcase that talent one more time. And I think these seniors want to go out with a bang with the eighth win of the season. That's something that Gary Anderson uh, in his uh, Friday press conference alluded to heavily, that eight wins does matter a lot. And uh, later in, uh, I think maybe tomorrow, you'll hear why it, it does matter. 
so much uh, to, to Coach Anderson and this team. Yeah, early signing period begins tomorrow as well. Up. Yep, absolutely. Uh, right now, Utah, well, Utah State opened as an eight-point favorite over Kent State. It has moved to seven. Mm. Now, Kent State has been in a lot of games. They've had a lot of close ones, that some that they won, some that they lost. So they've been pretty competitive in a lot of their games. So they're not, I don't think they're going to be pushovers. But we'll get into more Kent State prep uh, in the know coming up in the next couple of days. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we have a new member. Uh, do we call her a new member? or do, is it, I mean, how do we how do we handle this? If this is going to be a regular feature, if she's going to be on the air, then she's a member. Say hello. <laughs> she's part of the team. We'll, we'll introduce her when we come back after the break. She didn't even say hello. <laughs> but uh, we have an intern, and she's going to be helping us out with a new feature we're going to be doing on Tuesdays. Do I know what Dwight did with the uh, Dwight did with the interns in the office? Made him get their water. We haven't asked that of our intern. We wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. You asked her to print out some things, but you not you haven't asked her to go get some water or no. anything like that. We better stop there. <laughs> Full court press coming back. This year, give the gift of jewelry from S.C. Needham Jewelers. Choose from a large selection of diamonds, gemstones, pearls, gold, and silver jewelry. Shop from our new collections of designer jewelry starting at $19. Or give the gift of diamond earrings with quarter-carat diamonds starting at $149. With guaranteed pricing, you'll get S.C. Needham quality at internet pricing. We invite you to enjoy the magic of Christmas with our festive atmosphere. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Several families who need help this Christmas have been nominated by trusted individuals. Their biggest needs are winter clothes and gift cards to grocery stores. Visit caresforchristmas.org to see what these families need. That's caresforchristmas.org. Please drop off your donations at 810 West 200 North in Logan by Thursday. Thank you for helping these deserving families and thanks for caring this Christmas. Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. Want to create holiday memories that last? It's as easy as going local. Hi, welcome. When you shop at local independent businesses, you can save time, find great gift and entertainment ideas, the freshest holiday treats, and it's just plain fun. Hey, I'm glad you're here. The kinds of gifts you can find locally show people you really care about them and about the community you live in. The dollars you spend on food, beverages, decorations, and other items stay right here. Oh, I love it. Shopping locally provides unique gifts to the people you love and unique support for the businesses right here in this area. The Cash Valley Media Group encourages everyone to support our local businesses. This is Sabor from Angie's Restaurant. This is Wendy Hassan with the Cash Valley Center for the Arts. This is Valerie with Palmer Home Furnishings. This is Steph with Center Street Grill. I would like to join my friends at the Cash Valley Media Group. Encouraging you to shop local. Shop local. Encouraging you to shop local. To shop local. Thank you. Shop here in Cash Valley, where every dollar you spend locally returns more right to the heart of our community. 
mom used to scream about dad's drinking. It drove me crazy till mom went to Al-Anon. If someone's drinking troubling you, you might be surprised at what you can learn in an Al-Anon or Alateen family group from people just like you. Call 1-888-4-AL-ANON or go to alanon.org. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. I want to be honest with you about something. Her name doesn't fit her personality. You just haven't gotten to know her well enough. What? I have. We sit in the same dang office. And I've heard right now, currently I'm counting 27 words from her today. <laughs> you're in not three, counting. Two and a half hours. You're 27. Not, you're not keeping a tally. I'm going to probably lose Mark here. I'm going to probably lose count here. All right. Joining us here, and this is a new segment we'll be doing weekly, though next week's Christmas Eve. Uh, we are working uh, from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Christmas Eve, so you'll need to be here all day. <laughs> a lot of research that day. <laughs> Hey, joining us now is our intern. It's Gabby. Gabby, say hello to the world. Hey, everybody. I'm Gabby. I go to Ridgeline. I'm just doing an internship here. Ridgeline Riverhawks. Go Hawks. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What? Because you're a, you're a Ridgeline fanatic, sort of, aren't you? I mean, I know you got to play the bi- unbiased line, but you have kids that go to Ridgeline. I have kids that go there, yes. Yep. So, Full disclosure. Even though I graduated <laughs> from Mountain Crest. Thank you. Gabby. Gabby's you... dad graduated from Mountain Crest, too. Okay, calm down. Went this is Gabby's together. segment. Let Gabby talk. <laughs> so, Gabby, let me ask you. Do you like the colors of your school? I mean, they're all right. I didn't get to pick them, but they're good. I mean, bright green is, is a cool color, but why do dark blue, or like the navy blue? Why don't you choose... The Seahawks. What does the Seahawks have to do with the Ridgeline? Uh, I actually had a lot to do with the colors and the logo. Gabby's even giving you that look. Gabby, are you... I mean, this is not right? River Hawks. I guess we can't have two bright colors together, so you have to have one to offset it. Yeah, look at that. Some fashion sense from Gabby. We need more of that in this studio. <laughs> fashion? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which. Okay, well, you actually look good today, but there's days where I've wondered <laughs> if you're dressing in the dark. I'm not going to lie to you. So we are doing a new uh, a new game with Gabby. Gabby's our intern. She does a fantastic job. We're grateful to have her. It's uh, going to be called, what is it called? It's going to be game time with Gabby. You don't seem thrilled about that name that Eric brought. Do you want <laughs> to change the name? And if you do, it's understandable because I thought the name was a little bit weird. I think it's kind of cool. Okay. It's catchy. Come you on. You don't have to kiss up. To, oh, my gosh. It's got alliteration. It explains everything. Gabby's, game time with Gabby. Gabby, is mom and dad listening today or did you text them? They're probably not even listening, are they? Uh, my mom is. but Hi, mom. Hi, Gabby's mom. <laughs> do you want to say hi to mom? No, are, are, are you shy? <laughs> you wanna, okay, I'm not going to talk about my mom on radio. Well, Gabby and Gabby's mom, welcome to the program. Grateful to have you, Gabby. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Gabby's got ten, no wait, nine. Eight. No, hold on, eight questions for us. And so uh, she's going to ask eight questions to Eric and I. We have not seen these. We have not we seen have them. no idea I have no idea. This could be about Justin Bieber, one of her favorite artists. This could be out of uh, her favorite color purple, bright purple. This could be about her favorite TV show, uh, that 70s show. Or this could be about her, uh, I don't know, favorite movie, which was uh, A Bug's Life. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're all over here, but this is going to be great. Gabby, take it over. All right, this might be a disappointment, but they're all sports questions. Oh! 
I had just been prepping in the movie biz. We need some music. No, that's just what you... That's like normal every day for you. Totally unrelated to what we're supposed to be doing, and you're reading about Bug's Life. (laughs) Dude, you know... Okay, really quick, before we get on with this, I've got to admit something. I have, maybe or maybe not, while we're on the show, just looking at random, like, Woodstock photos, photos while we're on air. Listening to you. On our show. I just... I just want you to know that I may or may not have, uh, yeah. <laughs> I may or may not have, uh, been, yeah, looking at that, uh, those photos while on our show hanging out. <laughs> so I was bored of our topic. All right. Let's, we're off tangent here. Gabby has done some work and she's prepared for us. Ooh, now we've got the, the special music. We got, you don't have headphones on, but we have really cool Who Wants to Be Millionaire music on. All right, Gabby, take it over. All right, we're going to start off with a Utah Jazz question. So this point guard, he led the league with with nine assists from 1987 to 1996, and he has a total of 15,806 career assists. Who is this player? He probably he averaged nine assists a game? No, he, like he led it with yeah. Oh, okay. He averaged okay. nine a, a game. With 15,000 806. It's either Jock Vaughn or Howard Isley. <laughs> Howard Isley, the best backup point guard that never stuck around. Uh, that'd be John Stockton, wouldn't it? Is it yes. John Crotty? No, oh, John Crotty. <laughs> I always thought it was John Crotty. It's John, John Stockton. Crotty. Okay. I remember that guy. All right. Good one. Good one. What's next? Hey, this baseball player played for the San Francisco Giants and the Pittsburgh Pirates. In 2001 baseball season, he had seven or no, huh, 73 home runs, setting the record for the most home runs hit in one season. Who is this player? Barry Bonds? Yes. Oh, that's right. That I fast. forgot. I totally forgot <laughs> that he played for the Pirates. I only started I know. paying attention no to one when remembers he was the that. No one remembers his, his time with the Pirates, and he was really, really. But him and Jim Leland, his former manager, hated each other. Mm. And so he left. Incredible. All right. One to one. All right. During this, during the 1976 and 1977 football season. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> this team had a 26-game losing streak. What team was it? 26-game <laughs> losing streak? Yes. <laughs> Just that much. Okay. Uh, New England Patriots. Oh, you oh. stop it. <laughs> I'm going to guess the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. Yes. Cause, so I remember that because there is a movie uh, that I used to watch. It was called Trains, uh, Strange But True Football Stories. And Larry Ball had just played for the undefeated Miami Dolphins. And he got so bored of winning, he wanted to be traded. He got traded to the Buccaneers and then didn't win a game for that long. Yeah. Oh, my word. Larry Ball was a player who went. He Why was the only would you player. get so bored with winning that you'd want to be traded? I know. It's amazing, huh? You should watch the movie. It's unreal. That's wow. why I remember that. All right, we're ready. Yep. Okay. Two to one. <laughs> this person was born on October 14th, 1910, and died June 4th, 2010. He is a basketball player and a head coach at the University of California and won 10 NCAA championships. And at one point, he had seven in a row what? over his 12-year head coaching career. Oh, that's... Uh... Is that John Wooden? It is. Yeah, Wooden. <laughs> Yep. I didn't know he died in 2010. I thought it was earlier than that. Nope. He was 99. Yeah. He had a long career. Dude, he had an incredible career. So Three did you hear one. Bill Walton like 
Oh, dude. Just the other day on a broadcast, just spit out his phone number. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm sure I mean, he's not alive anymore. I don't know why he'd be handing out his phone number. But. <laughs> hey, if you want to call Wooden, 385-478. 555. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Three to one, RJ. We're keeping score. Yes, Eric. Hey. This baseball player played for the Cincinnati Reds. In 1938, he threw back-to-back no-hitters. Ooh. Good one, back Gabby. Back, no hitters in 1938. Cincinnati Reds? Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Jim Palmer? No, nah, he was no. later. He was he, much he was later. later. Mm-hmm. Who played for the Cincinnati Reds in three? Who was that good? Oh, come on. Wasn't Sandy Koufax, was it? No, he played for the Dodgers. You got any guesses? I have no guesses. Who is this? It's Johnny Vandermeer. Johnny Vandermeer. All right. I like it. (laughs) That's tough trivia. Yes, it's good. Stumped us. It's getting more difficult. All right. This hockey player played for the Oilers, Los Angeles Kings, St. Louis, and the New York Rangers. He scored over, or well, he scored 215 goals over the course of the 1986 season setting the most or setting the record for the most scored points in the season the fetch? wow so okay okay hockey player hockey player 1986 when he set the record and he played for the oilers mm-hmm. kings is it wayne gretzky it is oh okay so wait i wasn't hole. sure if it was wayne because i didn't know he played for i didn't know the he oilers and the blues yeah yeah he played for four different teams. How did I he did get not realize f- that. Because I know he played for the L.A. and the Rangers. Really? Interesting. Okay. Okay. That I was just good. learned something new. All right. Next one. The basketball. This basketball player played for Philadelphia Warriors. And on March 2nd, 1962, he scored 100 points in one game, receiving the record for the game. Who is it? Wilt Chamberlain? Yes. Ah. I'm good. I wonder, does anybody have a... No one has a video of that game, though, huh? That's the crazy part. But it was the Philadelphia Warriors at that oh, time. Oh, that... See, that's the other part that comes to me off. I don't know. You play for Philadelphia. Yeah. Huh? Warriors. Wow. Throws it back. So, did you hear this kid, uh, R.J. Barrett? Yeah. Who's in the NBA now. Uh-huh. His younger brother put up some crazy number in a... Was it like a D3 or NAIA? Lower levels division college basketball game. Really? How many did he score? He like, it was over 80. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. That means the talent sucks on the other side. <laughs> he just let him do whatever he wanted. All right, Gabby, what else you got? All right, this is the last one. Okay. Okay, this baseball pitcher played for the Washington Senators during the, his entire 21-year baseball career. During the career, he threw 110 shutouts. Washington Senators. 110 shutouts? Oh, man. Washington Senators. <laughs> oh, well, that's man. going back away. Yes. I love it. I love it. Makes you think. 110 career shutouts? First one to Google it wins. I'm not I'm not doing that. Um, Washington Senators. Uh, played for them for 21 seasons? 21. That's the crazy part. Wow, All 21 years, man. Career. So he's got to be place. in the Hall of Fame then, right? It's 
I Boy, can't even. I'm stumped on that. Um, Washington Senators. I wouldn't. I'm stumped. You got me. All right, it's Walter Johnson. Oh, Walter Johnson. Nice. That's, now that's I've heard incredible. that name that's in baseball, but run. Washington Senators. Twenty-one years with the same team in baseball. That's unheard of. Now that's impossible to do. That's now. impossible today. No, there's no never. way. Well, to have a career that would span that long, to stay healthy that long, but then with all the trades, free agency, the way things work today, when we just Madison Baumgartner just moved, he was uh, with the Giants, Giants for, how long? for forever. No joke. Good questions, Gabby. Yeah, that was good. All right, all right. I, I like it. Um, game time with Gabby. Game time with Gabby will be a regular featured segment, uh, except for next week because next week's Christmas Eve, and so she will be home with family. Mom, don't worry. We're not making your daughter work on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, and so, but she'll be back with us hopefully the following week, and we'll be able to uh, have more game time with Gabby. That was great. Good job. Well, the following week is that New Year's Eve? Oh my gosh, who cares? She wants to come. She wants to be here. She would like to spend the rest of her life here. <laughs> I heard her say that. Thanks, Gabby. Those were good. Very well done, Gabby. Yes, some were more challenging than others, which was good. Which was good because yeah. Eric, you're not as smart as you think you are. Nope, Obviously you're not as. Not. Oh, that's what we should call it. I got a name. Are you smarter than the Gabby? You're not as smart as you think you are. I think I like that better. <laughs> Oh, you know what? That'd actually be good, too. We got to create, like, an intro to that, though. <laughs> big music, big voice guy. And then Gabby being like, I told you so, or something like that. <laughs> you that should know be better. Awesome. And then we got to get, like, a buzzer, like, <clears throat> and then you got to get, like, the ding bell, you know, ding. Well, we have one of those just in the other room. Oh. Should have brought it in. Well, we have it. She could ding us when we... Uh, we get it right. When we took too long. If we took too oh, long... Oh, yeah, we took too long. If we take too long to answer, she has to buzz us. Or she gets to throw a piece of paper at us. Uh, that's usually the, that's, that, a, that's so a better one. Well, I like yeah. that one. Uh, Gabby, thank you so much. We're so uh, grateful to have you on our show. Uh, we'll be looking forward to having you here in a couple weeks. Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. All righty. That's Gabby, our wonderful intern. Uh, coming back, uh, we'll get to some more news. The Utah Jazz, uh, not only do they have a game tonight, but they have a lawsuit on their hands coming up. Is it legit or not? Yeah, we have our stat to blow our minds and our player of the week. It's all ahead coming up on the Full Court Press. Oh, crap. I didn't have the button. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Jay Salves, and a big thanks to our wonderful intern, Gabby, who did an incredible job. Okay, so we had just discussed off-air. You know, we're like, wait, first two questions are super easy. You know, you're just kind of like flying uh, by. I'm, like, I'm kind of coasting a little, a little bit. too easy here. And then all of a sudden, like, okay, and then I said off-air to her, I said, I had no idea. Wayne, I, I guessed on Wayne Gretzky because that was the only hockey player I could think of that would score that many goals. I, I guessed. Yeah, I, I did not know. I don't know we'd been in that, that many different places. For, yeah, Blues and the Oilers. I had no idea. And then, like, the Senators question was freaking awesome. Good That's stuff. good stuff. So we're going to have fun with that. Uh, we actually have two high school interns hanging out with us. Uh, they not always here at the same time, but uh, you'll hear from our other intern later in the week. Yes. He's going to help us out with another segment that we do. It'll you be fun. will like it. Yeah, it's good. We like we like having the young people hang out, show them a little bit about what we do and how it makes this business work. 
Hey, don't forget, it's an always reminder that the uh, Utah State uh, Aggie Frisco Bowl, trust me, Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl, will be on our station, or our, our sister station on uh, 610 AM KVNU, along with its pregame, starring Eric Franson, Al Lewis, Craig Hislop, Brian Bohm. Postgame, same group, same people, just join in after the, and uh, you'll be able to join in after the uh, game itself, be able to call in and share your thoughts on the uh, Utah State's final game of the 2019 football season. And for some of the guys, like Jordan Love, end of their uh, Utah State Aggie career, and we'll move on to the next level. Right. Cool. Certainly there's stories today about Jordan Love, uh, Gerald Bright, uh, worth paying attention to and checking out on CashValleyDaily.com. We've gone through a lot of that. We'll go through it again a little bit ne- more next hour. But they uh, and, and a lot of people have referenced to your guys' site, Adam Rittenberg of ESPN.com, who we've had on our show, reference to Cat- uh, Cash Valley Daily. Wouldn't it be cool if we provided a link back to the story? That would have been even better, but beggars can't be choosers. There's only so much we can do, yeah, Eric. That's right. At least... At least getting recognition for breaking the story first. That's good. And again, another announcement about Jordan Love, who will be participating in the Reese's Senior Bowl on January 25th in Mobile, Alabama. On Ag- the NFL Network. Uh, again, we'll be a feature on the NFL Network, along with the other uh, some great, great athletes around the country. Uh, they're still actually working on getting Jalen Hurts and uh, Justin Herbert uh, to join in, as well as Joe Burrow to come in and be a part of the game as well. So he could be with some elite, elite company around the country in uh, in college football so should be awesome we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated on all that and uh, more that's going on with utah state football but don't forget friday's game at 5 30 will be on our sister station 6 10 a.m kvnu 102.1 fm 102.1 kvnu talk.com kvnu mobile app really easy to hear the game um Ajay, let's do the stat that blew our minds. Yes, I love the stat that blew my mind. What's yours? Okay, I'm going to the NBA for the my stat that blew my mind. This is surprising. San Antonio Spurs this last week, they had four games that went into extra time. They four consecutive overtime games, and they were three and one in that stretch. So pretty good for the Spurs. But this is what's interesting. That's the first time in NBA history. That a team has played in four straight overtime games. In a somewhat related note, different league, but close games. And I'm cheating because I'm taking two stats that blew my mind. The Seahawks are the second team in NFL history to win 10 games that were decided by one score. In a single season, joining the Oilers in 1978. They're ten and one in one score games. Good for you. Good for freaking you. That's a cool you. stat, isn't it, Audrey? Yeah, it's a great stat. It's wonderful. I'm so happy for you. What's your stat? <laughs> this is why we got to talk about our show more often. This is why we got to have conversations. We went to lunch together, and we never even talked about this. Shame. It's an absolute shame. Okay. Well, when you poured water all over my desk and forced me to get relocated while I was gone, I just poured We're not one really cup. like near Rod, each other in our Rod, okay, Rod, our writer, took like a gallon now, and, and you're just bragging dumped about it all over and then took like a ceiling towel from your roof and then dumped water on it and then threw it all over the floor. Come back from being gone and it's a Play total Rod. disaster. <laughs> you're bragging about. I'm not going to say how it came down. <laughs> 
the mess, how the mess was made, but you were bragging about the mess that you made. So now I'm completely on the other side of the building. <laughs> hey, you have my extension. I do now. <laughs> and you uh, finally learned how to turn up the volume on your phone. Okay. Well, actually, you did. For a couple of days, I was calling and like, oh, he's not back there. Now it turned. You just didn't have the volume turned up on the ringer. You come over and start turning. I'm like, oh, huh. oh, he is here. What the heck? <laughs> hey, we got to take the makeup off that phone still. I might need some help. No, it it it's, does it does wonders for your uh, skin. <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't. All right, here's my stat that I had to find in the last 30 seconds. Thank you, Eric. Anthony Rendell. So this one didn't maybe blow your mind. It maybe. <laughs> Caught your attention. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Anthony Rendon, who finished third in the NL MVP voting, will join reigning AL MVP Mike Trout. Pure, or per, Elias Sports. This is just the second time in MLB history that a team with reigning MVP added a player who finished top five in his MVP voting the previous season. Do you want to know what the other time was? 2012, when Prince Fielder, who finished third in the NL MVP voting with the Brewers, joined the Tigers, who had uh, 2011 AL MVP Justin Verlander. Naturally, Mikel Cabrera went on to hit for the Triple Crown and win the AL MVP that season for the Tigers anyways. Interesting. Okay. That is interesting. Um, you want to do our, our player? Uh, or we got to yeah. take another quick break? No, let's, uh, let's do a player. All right, my player of the week. Again, we have not discussed. We may be saying the same guy here. So this will be very fascinating. Maybe you should go first in case your guy is my guy or girl, person. It's called girl, person. Since I stole your thunder, maybe I'll give you the chance to steal mine. <laughs> uh, Unless you don't have yours and you're just trying to do research right now. Yeah. Then it doesn't count. I don't have one. Oh, dude, yeah, I got one. Joel Embiid versus the Celtics. 38 points, 13 boards, 6 assists in a 115-109 win last Thursday night. Did you watch that game? I that watched, was actually, I saw that I game. I watched the first really half, some of the third, and then I left. But it, Ennis Cantor was a hero for the Celtics. If he wouldn't have had the game he had, it would have been a complete blowout. Blowout? Surprised me. What did Cantor have? What was his line that night? Maybe he should have been my player of the week. Uh, <laughs> it was a losing effort, but. Wait. Oh, there he is. Yeah, 10 to 13 from the field, 20 points, nine boards, no assists, two steals. All right, my player of the week. Uh, Like I did last week, I'm going to somebody who actually didn't do anything in a field of play in the last week, but I still want to recognize their accomplishments. And this time it's Joe Burrow. Oh, dude, that guy. 1,846 more points in the Heisman voting, than Jalen Hurts. That is the largest margin of victory in Heisman history. He received 90.7% of first-place votes, breaking the record previously held by Troy Smith back in 2006. Remember Troy Smith? He's long I do. forgotten. No, he played for Ohio State. Yes. Heisman winner and then got flattened by Florida the National Championship. Didn't have anything to do in the NFL, really. Um, but he had 86.7% of the vote when he was named the Heisman. Uh, and just some more about uh, Joe Burrow. Set an SEC single-season record for pass touchdowns at 48. And SEC single-season record for passing yards at 4,715. He is the first player in SEC history 
to throw at least 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns in a season. It's amazing. That right there is why he was the runaway favorite to win the Heisman. Rightfully so. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap up the first hour and call it a uh, get ready for you for the 5 o'clock hour. A lot to get to, including Utah Jazz Talk. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in on a Tuesday. Big news, obviously. CashValleyDaily.com. Continue to follow that. And uh, no official release from uh, Utah State Athletics. Uh, there is a response from Utah State University. But uh, it's about some football players that were allegedly involved with some controlled substance. And uh, they have been charged. But, uh, again, it's... Waiting to see the whole process, how it plays out. We don't know if it's going to affect playing time or anything with the bowl game this Friday. We'll still wait and see. Uh, other football news, real quick. There's news out of BYU. Joe Critchlow, who was a backup quarterback deep on the depth chart, uh, is uh, apparently going into the transfer portal and is going to leave uh, Brigham Young University. So that's some news. No way. He's leaving? Yeah. So it sounds like Zach, uh, Zach Wilson's there. They're saving grace. Good luck with that, guys. It's going to be their guy. Or Romney. Yeah, or Romney. Yeah, who knows? Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's some news for that. Uh, when, up, sorry, when do you think we'll hear about Jordan Love if he's going to play or not? Do you think they wait till Friday? Uh, maybe. I mean, there's a press conference tomorrow. I'm sure that's going to be a lot it's, of questions Thursday, asked of that. The press oh, Thursday, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought it was tomorrow. So this probably be discussed at that point, but we probably, yeah, you're, you're right. We probably won't know for sure until Friday. Next hour, we'll talk about the Utah Jazz. A former fan who was at the game who got uh, kicked out is suing the team for a surprising high number. We'll talk about it coming up next hour. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Congratulations to Drew Brees for breaking Peyton Manning's all-time touchdown record last night. Tom Brady's right behind him and could pass him soon. But there's a chance Brees will hold on to that mark for a while. And yet, there's always a ceiling on how much praise we give Brees. He'll never be Brady, and in some people's minds, he's a notch below Peyton Manning. But it's pretty hard to make a case against Breeze's numbers. And still, it's always been a battle for him to get his due. There are a few reasons. He wasn't a first-round pick. He's short. And you might say he plays indoors. He doesn't even really look like a football player in person. But when the game starts, good luck stopping him. He's as competitive as any player in the league. He's as smart as any quarterback. And his physical gifts have always been underrated. For now... He's the all-time touchdown king in the history of the sport. Just one of the many honors Drew Brees will get before it's all said and done when it's done in Canton, Ohio. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.